prove it. It'd help if I could see it. <laughs> the following podcast contains material that may not be suitable for your subprimal mind. If you experience hyperconfusion or migraines during this podcast, maybe you should try getting some vitamin D, you troclodyte. Welcome to... Can you start over? I'm hosting today, poorly. Uh, with me is a talking bucket of lard, Tico. <laughs> That's me! And my good friend, the chocolate-covered dog, Johnny. Arf! <laughs> Can, isn't that like the worst curse to bestow upon a dog? It's chocolate-covered. To coat it in something that <laughs> is both that delect- is delectably tasty, but also, yeah, entirely poisonous. <laughs> Yes. Would you rather be a chocolate covered dog or a paper mache cat? Like encased in paper mache. <laughs> um, probably the cat one. Why is that? Because paper mache is not um, poison. No, it's just it's I, not inescapable. I, it's not breathable though. True. It's I, completely airtight. Yeah, but I feel like the dog just sweating or whatever. No, they don't sweat, right? They pant. It'll still yeah. get hot and musky inside the chocolate and just be hair covered chocolate that melts. Yeah. It just seems disgusting all around. A paper mache cat is almost like an ornament. And you can crack it open and get to that sweet music <laughs> center. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's nougat center is not quite as sweet. Yeah. Although it would make more sense for the nougat center to be inside the chocolate and not the paper mache. <laughs> nope. In the world of hypotheticals. <laughs> so what's up, everybody? We made it to another fucking week yep. of fuck life. Right. <laughs> Not even the podcast, just the fact that we've made it another week that's alive. What, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing that we're here. Forget that this show is late. It's amazing that it's coming out at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ungrateful. Ungrateful. No, but we're happy to be here, I think. We're very grateful and we love you guys. Are you, are you happy to be here? Yeah, I mean, generally, always happy, happy to be everywhere. Happy? Yes. Then we are all happy. And so it was. Happy they were... Theme song! <laughs> no, that happened. <laughs> that happened a long time ago. <laughs> no, we got rid of that. No. Let's fucking throw in another one. Who gives a shit? Um, you guys like that virtual reality? Oh man, I've never heard of it. Reality. You haven't even done it no, yet. You haven't, still haven't done oh. it yet. We need to take you to a place. Oh, no, I swear I to God, to go you to do it once and then you have dreams about it <laughs> because your brain has just never experienced anything like that and it needs to analyze it while you sleep. It experiences actual reality all the time. There's a lot of weird shit that happens in VR. Like weird disconnects with what should happen in the real world. When you like, you should feel velocity, and you don't. You should feel like off balance if the view gets all weird. It does though. If you move, you lose balance. 
if you get in a car and the car takes off and you're standing, your body goes back because... You're naturally. Yeah, you know, you're naturally... It's kind of crazy. The The most profound moment I had wearing a VR headset was just playing some shitty shooter game against, like, you guys, my friends, and at some point I died and became a ghost and was just, like, waiting to respawn. But there was this big tower in the middle of the map, and I just looked up at it, and I remember, like, my immediate thought was... That tower is the tallest thing I've ever fucking seen in my whole life, and it's scary to stand at the base of it because I feel like it's going to fall on me. And it was, like, uncomfortable and amazing because I've never felt that way looking at a screen before, you know? Yeah. You don't get a sense of scale watching a movie or playing any other two-dimensional thing. Yeah, that's true. Just think about what they're going to do. You do get scale, but it doesn't affect you. Exactly, or you, like, the only way to get scale is through, uh, like, a relative object that yeah. you understand. Or by skinning a snake. And it's not, the or relative by... object is not yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the difference, is in VR, the the thing that lets you gauge the size and depth and distance of everything around you is yourself. And it's just a fucking surreal, horrifying experience. You know what I think would be super awesome? Yes, I do know. If you're watching a movie... Right, and you're in the movie actually. Like characters are moving past you and near you, and you're in the movie itself. That reminds me of a weird thing. You remember that movie from like 2008 or nine? Maybe it's later than that. Surfs up. It was about fucking surfing penguins. Oh my god, yeah. So the amazing thing about that movie is that they animated all the scenes like the rough animation. It wasn't colored yet. It was just the 3D models doing all of the scenes and everything with the dialogue and sound effects like started to get ad- added. And then they gave a dude in a big empty room one of those cameras, like the VR setup cameras, and placed him physically inside of a 3D scene. And he's watching the... Um, the animated characters doing the scene through his, like, view on oh his camera, and that's why that whole movie looks like it's, like, handycam, like, kind of swaying around like a documentary film. There's a real cameraman, like, doing that stuff. Dude, that's that guy crazy. must have felt like he was just on a constant That's so trip. cool. So, I think, like, they've already done it once. I don't know why they haven't done that more, because it's a, a fascinating idea and especially and, now with the popularity of being able to have VR at home. So, yeah, imagine... Like, you could literally be there. In, exactly. So, like, you're both saying, instead of having one cameraman uh, find all these shots for still what ends up being a two-dimensional movie, why not just build all those assets, those 3D scenes, and then put the viewer in control of that actual, like... Positioning. Yeah, let let the viewer walk around physically, like move around this space and decide what they want to look at. Maybe the answer is just that there's like the artists don't want to during a very critical scene <laughs> animate. Just walk away. Yeah, and no, like <laughs> animate. Like, well, I I felt like going and watching this extra and see what he was doing, and like they didn't feel like animating every single extra, like reacting in a specific way. And so it I mean, breaks no, the computing emotion. power is going to get to the point. Yeah, it could, it's not it about could. computing powder. powder. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the powder. This that episode is sponsored by computing powder. <laughs> it's, just sprinkle it over your problem. It's got a million and one uses. It's not about the computer's powder. Stop it. One thing that matters <laughs> is the amount of effort that the fucking animators are willing to do and the amount of time they have to waste. 
And I don't think that they want to go and, like, animate the dude sitting across the street at the cafe sipping on his drink in great but, detail so that you are able to walk over there and, like, in scrutinizing detail watch this but, extra. But at the same time, like, in Skyrim, you can literally just go sit down in a chair and watch everyone walk around the room for an entire day. Uh, yeah, but... So it's like, it could just be an algorithm like that but, that has absolutely no... If I was wearing a VR so, headset watching a narrative-driven experience, like a movie or something yeah. similar, and everybody in it acted like the NPCs in Skyrim... No, but I'm saying just as a... That would be a garbage yeah, piece no, of narrative. Yeah, no, it would be the worst. But I'm saying that you could do it like that, where it's not, it's not necessarily, like, part of the narrative, but if you're going to go wander off, you're not going to see anything interesting. Right. If you're Unless. not following the narrative, then you're just going to watch some people walk around and do daily task shit. That sounds... And that's put your punishment for wandering off and not paying attention to the story. I don't think you should be able to walk to a different <laughs> scene, like where the protagonist is absent. <laughs> He's not there yet. Yeah. No, I was thinking more like you get teleported. I'm just going to walk to the end of this fucking movie and wait for him. Yeah. And wait, I'm just gonna wait at the cliff and watch him like fight the villain in an hour. Or maybe you can follow the villain and see how the villain ends up getting to the same warehouse where the final. Oh, fight it's like is. a choose your own story kind of thing. Yeah, like you get Ooh, right. God damn, they could get so so intricate with dope. this. Again, just think about how much effort. Yeah, that would be so much. Yeah, but effort. someone see the thing is but there's always someone willing to put in the effort. Yeah, that would there's be so. There's always somebody willing to do it. Well, that would be cool if it was just like here is a bunch of different people. In it, like, this plot involves all these characters and their stories interlock with one another and stuff. But it's all in real time, and you can maybe just, like, on your VR controller or something, hit some buttons and quick jump over to wherever these other characters are, and just, like, you try and maximize the amount of story you're getting out of this oh, yeah. two hour block of time. That, like, yeah, you can just hang out over here watching this person, like, is anything gonna happen? But if you had been in this other area watching this other like character, you would have figured out, like, oh, you would have gotten this reveal or something would make more but, sense just because you got more of the plot. But it could be, like, what I think would be really cool is if it was, like, that TV thing that you showed me where no matter what you choose, you're going to cross paths with one of the other Well, yeah, I, I think that there is one set story that you can watch multiple times to get more out of it and try and angles. see more of these perspectives. Right. But at the end of it... It would be like, okay, let's say, for this scenario, you have five possible characters. You could watch... Okay, yeah, let's say you got five characters, and it's a two-hour time frame. You could watch each one of these characters for the entire two hours, but a lot of that is going to be like, maybe this character gets in their fucking car and is trying to drive to the other thing. But if you are yeah. jumping around, you can maximize the amount of information you're getting about the story until you put together, like... Not just something coherent, I think it should hopefully be coherent if this ever happened, but, like, you get more out of it if you spend the time jumping around and finding where the story elements are and, like, finding those tidbits of information. It's like it's like a scavenger hunt yeah. in a narrative thing, I guess. But that seems like there's, there's a right answer. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like there's the, a best way to watch There's it. a way to optimize what you're watching, I guess. That's kind of, kind of lame, you know? Well, I, I think that if you it, fuck up, you're you gonna just have, have a shit experience for two hours. You're literally watching people drive. That's right. You can't essentially run errands. You're not allowed to you're like, quit. This movie fucking sucks. You're not allowed to fast forward, rewind, or quit once you start it. You also can't take off the headset. 
It's and but if you do, you it's die. Sword art. It's connected to your neural and cortex. it's Sword Art Online is yeah. the, the thing we're talking about. You have to just watch Sword Art Online, but you have to watch the characters <laughs> traveling between their destinations. Oh god, that was literally like they were in there for like two years. I thought you were gonna say that was literally that whole show was just watching these anime teens traveling. Kind of a lot of fighting, a lot of bullshit. Well, Every anime is a road trip. Yeah. Slogan. What were we talking about? VR. VR. Oh yeah, right. Create your actually, own no, story. Actually, I, I want to talk about something else about VR while we're on the subject. Okay. Like, how? What do you think they? Some weird uses, some weird implements of VR. I think well, besides like porno, you know, besides like fucking your favorite porn star. I don't think that's very weird at all because that was like one of the first things that we did when we figured out <laughs> okay, VR. Maybe is not the right word, but. But no, that is weird, because, like, the standard use yeah, of that would be entertainment. Right, it's just... The gaming... It's movies. just entertainment. Yeah, so porn is kind of veering off into, like, the weird section of what it could be used for. So I, I guess the more interesting use cases are, like, medical stuff. Yeah, but that's also seems like normal. Well, but, no, but imagine there is a robot with, like, two yeah. hands that is remote-controlled, <laughs> and then somebody, miles away, the one surgeon that can do the brain surgery puts on his helmet, and then the robot is mimicking his every action, and he's just watching through a streaming lens on this robot, and he can perform the surgery from the other standard. side of the world. You, you, put, standard, on, you yeah. put on the VR, and you're immediately in the studio audience of a cooking show. That's a low bar. Yeah, yeah that's so sad. No, I meant <laughs> that already exists. You I'm, can go to most of those filmings for free. I yeah. meant like you that's could cheaper take than virtual cooking lessons. You don't lessons. have to leave your house. You sit there, and the chef would tell you to put something in a bowl, and you put it in a bowl, and then you. That could be shit. augmented reality cooking lessons. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Like it just it tells Black you Mirror. how much of each thing you, you need to do. Want to talk about Black Mirror asshole? That they have that in there. That's they expand on virtual reality real well. That's not virtual reality though. Oh, augmented, augmented reality, reality. is like, well, super different. In the second Same episode? concept, they, they got the little iris. Not lights. Because VR, you're not able to... Inter when you're in VR, you can't interact with our actual world. There's nothing productive you can do to our real world once yeah, you're locked in. Like, augmented yeah. You know? Yes, I know. It's awesome. The way they explained it, though, well, the way they showed it is... They turned everything into a video game. It's like slicing of... The, it was like Cooking Mama... For when she was making breakfast. Right. It's like slice the tomato. So like you just this. get scored on everything yeah, you do. And if you cut it incorrectly, you know, you lose It electrocutes you. Yeah. Jeez. Severe pain. You piss yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we create the most efficient race of humans. By that's shocking how them until they piss themselves. We force evolution with electrical shocks. Isn't that... That's how that works, right? It's training. That's how I've planned... It's like training a dog. Yeah. For years. You've been you planning on putting shock collars on people to try and train them? No, but basically building a giant electrical fence over uh, North America in, in its entirety and secluding us from the rest of the world, uh, getting rid of all sorts of technology, uh, going back to primitive age so that only the strongest survive, and then starting wars once we take down the walls with our abnormally large... Race of humans, right? But you're all a bunch evolved. of primitive ape people, and the rest of the world has progressed a hundred <laughs> years past nuclear you. missiles and destroy you in minutes. <laughs> I will be in charge as so soon I'll as you take down the barrier. Like, them meow, nuclear meow, meow, waste, and and all the other nations of Earth just sat there waiting, and they're like, ah, we we'd love to stop him, 
There's this electric fence. Can't get past that it's one. It's like a force field, dude. <laughs> this is a poor idea. It was pretty yeah. poor, yeah. I can Raining make mermaids, irradiated though. American mutants to win World War sounds pretty shit. What else we got on the topic board, Mr. Topic Master? Mr. Whippet? This isn't a topic. I just... I, I, like, anyone that ever takes out the garbage, or anyone that's ever thrown something into a dumpster, and it's, like, so very full, and then you think that every other business on every single block in every major city has an equally full dumpster, and it's always getting picked up every week, and then it's constantly filling up again, and that's just so much garbage. How is every landfill not currently full? Isn't that, like, a miracle on its own, that we haven't completely we, covered every surface of Earth? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Isn't that a miracle on its own? Like people are yeah. like, "Oh, look how much garbage we put in the ocean. Look how much more ocean we have to put garbage in." That's what I'm about. We don't even know how deep this garbage can go. Right? Eventually, eventually, it would stop being garbage. It would just compress into nothing. It, I, no, into sand. Sand. The, the bottom of the Marina Trench. There's so much nuclear runoff and like crude oil runoff and just garbage in the bottom of it that scientists. I hate saying that, but like, they sound like a goddamn... 60% of scientists believe. Yeah, but they're, they're saying they don't even know what the fuck is going on down there, because we can't go. It, the pressure will destroy any man-made submarine or anything. Yeah. And it's just shit down there. It's a complete, chaotic, There's apocalyptic probably wasteland. fucking monsters there and have demons. To be. There, there has have to, to be. be. You know, like, it's why does there have to be? It's just because garbage nuclear and nuclear waste, waste and, and you know, those already are all monstrous those animals. Those are all things that mutate. Isn't and, you know, it more evolution like... is just random mutation mixed right. with... Right, but isn't it more likely that everything that was down there is just dead? Everything that was down there is now dead, but... What's emerged what's, from it? What's coming out of it? And no, not, what's not necessarily. What's growing from the nuclear garbage? Some things just don't die with, like, nuclear... Radiation. Wa- radiation has no effect on them. It's nothing. It's probably just going to be something boring, like a ghost crab, though. You know? Like some kind of albino worm. No way. Because what if it's genetically morphed to the point where we could just take its... DNA and its genetics, and somehow implemented into us, and we can be the albino worm. Yes, that's how we become immortal, man. We gotta I'll either alter the meat or leave the meat. I okay. keep saying that. Would you rather live your regular mortal life or be immortal, but you're an albino worm? Am I in a worm form? Yes, you're an albino worm, but I'll you're immortal. You're worm. A sized? You're human-sized albino worm. That's. Can I speak? No. Can I communicate? I'll figure it out. Am if I sentient? you figure it out, yeah, you're sentient, but you're a worm. And you're also at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I'll crawl my ass out, hop in a spaceship, and go explore the galaxy. You, you think that just given enough time, you'd figure it out? Given enough time, I'll go to a planet where they're just even more disgusting-looking worm things. I'm just, like, the most beautiful, majestic, <laughs> albino creature that's come across them. And they're like, what are you? And I'm like, I am your new god. You know, and they'll take me in. Wait, worm. White worming across the galaxy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, that one. I don't even remember what the first thing you said because I was so intrigued by being a being giant albino human-sized. Oh what? Being normal oh, no, or yeah. being immortal as a giant worm. Speaking what? of ta- traveling to other planets, do we have enough time? Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, so uh, the planet that you travel to. When you're the planet that's full of uh, less beautiful albino worms than the worm spawn of Earth that is better than all <laughs> is probably one of the new Trappists <laughs> that were recently discovered. How's that for a segue? Yeah. You got, Excellent. No, yeah. you got it, baby. That's right. 
so there were like seven. No, there weren't actually seven Earth-like planets. There were seven Earth-like yep. planets, but only a few of them were like possibly. Yeah, habitable. but they're all dope. Habitable. They're yeah, all no. cool. I mean, we know a little something about each one. Like uh, T one, you know, with our telescopes, and we were able to get the weird. You know, they can tell what minerals are on a planet by what colors bounce yeah. off of it, this and that. Yeah. They found out that T one has it's the it's the hottest of the T's. It's like excruciatingly hot, and uh, it looks like they do have technology on the planet, air conditioning units and refrigerators <laughs> and such, but it's unfathomably hot to be outside of a building on that planet. Also, the people, the inhabitants of the planet, are the horniest in the entire universe. So how's that for T1? Hottest place on Earth. It's disgusting. You're always sweaty. Also hottest place on Earth. Yeah, but it's also the hottest place in the universe. It's the hottest place on Earth. Because <laughs> tra- Trappist-1 is on Earth. Yeah, it's the hottest new club. Yeah. Trappist one. Have you heard about the hottest new nightclub? Check out Trappist-1. Ungodly hot in there. This club's so hot it cooked the egg while it was still in me chicken. Trappist. T2 is the most action-oriented planet. It's got really good truck chases, but the special effects don't quite hold up that much anymore. Yeah, Yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I like the original better. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. I Uh, I won't be back to T2. Trappist three uh, is real stupid place. It's, it looks everything looks like Greenland, and um, it rains. Greenland is all ice. So, okay, I'm just making sure you what, know. What's your point? <laughs> it looks like Greenland, and it rains jelly beans, and it rains them really hard, and they break your windshield or skull. <laughs> I I almost we almost forgot what is we have to remember to to give a 1 to 10 scale on the dunkability of each planet. Oh yeah, right. Uh because whether or not we're going to these planets uh is based upon how well we can dunk on them. As uh, as non-basketball players. Yeah. Uh T1 I give it a dunkability of uh so high. Well, so you so you horny. you introduce T1, you give it a dunkability score. A dunkability it's probably going to be like a 2 honestly. It's it's, it's so hot. I feel that. You don't want to be outside playing sports, you know? Yeah. I feel that. T- T2 had, I would probably give it a solid five. It was about as even as as dunkability here. Yeah. Yeah, I give uh, T3 a four because it's similar to here. But except you're constantly in danger. Five <laughs> jelly beans. It's just a dangerous place. T4, uh, Ty Lopez just installed a bunch of bookshelves. <laughs> But you can only listen to him talk about it. So the dunkability is 10 out of 10 on that one, but I'm fucking not going. It's a very small planet. You can jump very high and dunk very good. but And there's a bunch of fucking bookcases. It's great. But you cannot use those bookcases. You can only listen to Ty Lopez speak about how he just installed them. <laughs> just. Like moments ago. <laughs> Before he walked in the room. Covered in sweat. <laughs> Everywhere you go, it's just like, oh man, it's so cool you showed up. I just wanted to show you these bookshelves. I've got knowledge upon them. <laughs> but you know what's more important than knowledge? Nothing. <laughs> um, uh, T5, we're, yeah, uh, we're gonna skip past T five. Yeah, we don't talk know. about T five. T six though. Uh, it's uh, it's just T six <laughs> is just a massive garbanzo bean. 
was one gigantic. Yeah, it, There's no they, pro and con for this one. Well, I guess you I can mean, just decide they, how you feel about that. They have, hummus. they have, yeah, they have the best hummus in T6s, for sure. I prefer the, T7's hummus. The dunkability of T6, what would you give it? T6? Well, who introduced it? I just feel well, like jumping I mean, on a giant garbanzo bean. Do you like sink into the ground? Or? I feel like it's it's probably got a little bit of a boostability, like it's a... Uh, a little spring-loaded, yeah, kind of. exactly. Uh, so I it's give, a little give it like a six and a half. Six and a half? Six and a half. Okay. Um, well, speaking of garbanzo beans, do you know what the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea is? No. no. I've never paid... $500 to have a garbanzo bean on my face. <laughs> also, speaking of garbanzo beans, T6 is a massive garbanzo bean, and T7 are... is a mass of garbanzo beans. You guys are dead inside. I am now. Thanks yeah, a lot. Thanks. Fuck. <laughs> you fuck! That was, uh, that was the segment... The tease. Oh, the dunkability on seven is awful because it's just a whole bunch of garbanzo beans. You sink to the center of the mass and it's crushed by you are by the weight. You are the crunchy nougat center of T seven. I remember being. You are the cat inside this paper mache bubble that is life. I was a kid one time, and my dad was telling me he was explaining the concept of like um like cumul cumulative weight, and so he was like. Yeah, you know, like, a single pea isn't heavy, but if there was a million peas in a mountain, it would be so heavy that it would be crushing the peas at the bottom. And I was like, no, there is no way that a pea could ever crush another pea. This is, Im this is unthinkable. I've grown a lot since then. I know now that peas are indestructible, and no material can destruct a pea. Can't destruct a pea. Welcome to the Hogfast Thought Blast, the podcast. My name is Severin. <laughs> <laughs> With me, as always, is a gar the world's biggest garbanzo bean, Pegrin. <laughs> and a mass of garbanzo beans, Johnny. Hello. Most people just call me T7. <laughs> Fucking A. Isn't it crazy that they made, like, they made, how many Terminators? Like, four now? But they made, like, Plus 11. The series. They made, like, 10 or 11 uh, Halloween movies. Right? Yeah. Which Halloween? Like, that. like, the, like I don't Hitler, think they made or the thing 10. on Disney Channel. No, like, like uh, they made they made ten Jason and Freddy movies. For yeah, sure. like because Jason X is the last yeah, one, and space. he's in fucking space. <laughs> and there's like yeah, I did almost say Freddy Mercury. Teen sex <laughs> in space. <laughs> Jason Voorhees and Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Jason Voorhees. The greatest Freddy. romantic comedy of all time. <laughs> He was a rock legend. He a Friday, was a misunderstood. A Friday the 13th of the it. opera. Right. They were the perfect couple. <laughs> this summer. <laughs> Mama, we just killed a man. <laughs> Put a machete against his head. Right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know what the greatest horror movie of our generation is? 
Um, no, hold on, don't tell me. It's, it's uh, not the fucking Babadook. No, no, hold on. It's the one where they're clicking. It's the social media one with uh, Skype. I thought you were about to say Human Centipede. <laughs> that was a horror movie? <laughs> I thought it was like an experimental like, student film or something. I thought it was the greatest romance. <laughs> that was a documentary. <laughs> I, I thought it was a rockumentary. <laughs> I, I couldn't find the band's album I thought, anywhere. I thought, it, I thought it was literally a Nat Geo documentary about centipedes. <laughs> this is barbaric. <laughs> That's how centipedes are born? <laughs> that just looks like three people. <laughs> On a microscopic level, right. centipedes are made of small people sewn as can you imagine the scientist that stumbled upon that? He's just looking through the mic. Oh no. My God. I can never publish this paper. No one can know. Centipedes will forever be known as the most mysterious bug. Yep. <laughs> Destroy all my work immediately. Immediately. <laughs> What's wrong? A resonant laugh track is broken. We should fucking maybe. I should have said this up front. It's like one in the fucking morning right now. Oh, is that why? That's why we're funny again. We're delusional. Juices reset. Yeah, Yeah, the juices for tomorrow. We're dipping into tomorrow. Okay, we have a theory, guys. That every morning we wake up with a like this gland that has funny juice in it. A set amount of funny juice. And you excrete it throughout the day. And if you excrete too much, you're not funny for the podcast. And it's past 12 o'clock. So we got our, our next day's funny juice. Yeah, How so. Stella got her juice back. <laughs> Tomorrow, everything we say is just going to be depressing. No dopamine is going to be flowing. Stay tuned for episode 7. <laughs> the saddest thing you'll ever hear. <laughs> It starts off with us like talking about how we couldn't save the puppy, and we had to- <laughs> my puppy. <laughs> no, don't do, don't get a puppy for us to do something sad. <laughs> no, we get a puppy this later in this episode, and it gets cancer, and then it never gets better. So seven is just <laughs> never gets better. Yeah, if it doesn't stay the same, it'll just get worse. It, it doesn't get better. better. It never gets never better. better. Just like this show. <laughs> we'll be back after not a break? I after guess. these messages. If you're listening to this, there won't be a break. So, fuck. <laughs> and it's like we never left. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, us. Thank you for sticking around, you. <laughs> you know who you are out there. You know what you did. <laughs> You didn't stop. You didn't take a break. You didn't take the break when we told you to take the break, and now you're going to get sick. This is like a Wii. We need to remind you to go outside every hour <laughs> for your vitamin D. Trump no, man. don't say it twice. Once per episode, there's yeah, a rule. We only paid to use that word once. We can't say it twice. Uh, coming out of pocket for me. I'm having a genuine fucking allergy attack here. I'm sure you can hear it. It's like coming out of my eyes and my nose and all of my orifices. The allergy attack is so good, it's like he's coming out of his eyes. I'm coming (laughs) out of my eyes. Oh, (laughs) feels like a never-ending orgasm. (laughs) I'm blind. My eye sockets are coming. (laughs) But this is hell. Being in this room at 2 in the morning... 
This is my hell. I just, I want to go home. <laughs> Please let me leave. <laughs> Not until you're done recording, no, we, pig. We've got yeah. you for the hour. Yeah, I know. You booked me. Excuse me. <clears throat> hold it in, and that's how you get high. <laughs> God. <laughs> let me hold in your burps, bro. Don't let you, bro. Stop. Bro, don't let your burps go to waste, bro. Stop wasting those fucking burps, dog. Yeah, God. Let me hit that. Cape <laughs> is is gross. Well, you know what we should talk about? Please help. Not huffing burps. What? Sure. I guess people don't talk about huffing burps, though. People don't talk about <laughs> for the good reason. Important. <laughs> oh, there's two types of people out there, right? The people that talk about garbage, <laughs> like literal, actual garbage. They sit around a giant pile of. You're talking about us, right? <laughs> this one's us. <laughs> and then the other yes. type of people in the world are normal people. No, and then I was gonna say, and then the rest are people that ponder, like, are like doing actual calculations, and they're up in their giant, what I imagine, underground facilities where they test nuclear waste on rabbits and try to get the next best thing. The next best thing to rabbits? <laughs> Nuclear rabbits. We're done with these rabbits. We don't want the best thing no, anymore. No, it's, it's not that we're we done with the them. the next best yeah, thing. Rabbits are really cool, but what's like the next best thing? Maybe we can, maybe we can sell step, these on the cheap. What's one step below rabbits? A ferret? No, ferrets, no, are, ferrets awesome. are cooler A mole? Rabbits. Yep. <laughs> A gopher? Discussion over. <laughs> yep. Moles sub, are lesser rabbits. Fucking sub-rabbits. <laughs> Oh god, do you think rabbits ever see balls and they're like, fucking piece of shit? You fucking garbage animal. You, you are the accumulation of all the failed traits. Yeah. We have good eyes, good ears, and we can run fast, and you're just a bunch of fucking ground dwelling pieces of shit. You are what it would be like. You're if blind. You took, if you took a, a rabbit and you cloned it, but in the recipe you added garbage. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the movie Twins with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. If you mixed a rabbit and Danny DeVito. <laughs> DeVito. Annie DeVito. Annie DeVito. DeVito. Annie DeVito. His sister. <laughs> His not, not related. <laughs> Subsister. <laughs> She's the mole of the DeVito family. <laughs> How small is she? <laughs> <laughs> It's the pocket size. How nocturnal is she? She was born without eyes, and she has a star-shaped nose to help her feel for grubs. Danny DeVito's the good-looking Oh, God, there's beer everywhere! Oh, God, I'm so sorry. That sometimes happens to me. <laughs> what you laugh? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> no, but like mostly I, I cry. I haven't laughed in like I what feels like weeks. <laughs> you know, been just channeling, gathering, just hunting, gathering. You know the huge. <laughs> I was just sweating profusely. <laughs> I went out for a week and hunted and hunted and gathered jokes, and none of them made me laugh. <laughs> None of them had the nutritional value necessary. Necessary. Uh, necessary. My comedy, That's a nice new my accessory. My wife left me because I wasn't providing. <laughs> Enough jokes. Enough laughs. 
You bring in the bacon, the comedy bacon. It wasn't funny enough. All, all my bits make it just work. weren't working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that bit where I was mad at you. <laughs> it didn't play over like I thought it would. <laughs> Oh, the, fuck. the bit where I called you a bitch and stormed out—that <laughs> was not funny. <laughs> oh, oh. The only—I mean I... that bit where you said we should see other people that was hysterical. <laughs> Welcome back to we have more fun than you do the yeah. podcast. <laughs> the only word I can read off the screen is sodium. <laughs> do you care to guess why it's on the screen to begin with? Sodium fluoride. Sodium fluoride. They're putting it in the water to penalize our... To penalize our <laughs> penial glands? <laughs> You're all punished. You've been thinking too much. Penalized. Would no, you... to fossilize our pineal glands. To fossilize it? Yeah. So it'll last forever? No, to... Like, you know, take away its ability to... Cause humans, to penial? You know how humans are connected into this interweb of this magnetic The internet of things. No, I, I know no. this theory. I hate this stupid shit. Not always. This is so dumb. You don't always hate it. Why, why don't you read it? you, you love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. When I'm in the mood to laugh at stuff, but right now I don't want to laugh. As no, you I'm can depressed tell. in my allergies. <laughs> Just collecting a bottle <laughs> Mahardy Mifty One. Hold it close to my chest. It's the only thing that makes me feel like I'm home. Just the way you're grasping that. God, I turned down the gain on this mic so far, and yet this second half has just been non-stop clipping as we laugh. That's beautiful. Oh, who gives a shit? This episode is called Non-Stop Clipping. You know people listen to us out of pity anyway. <laughs> it's, it's true. Edging and clipping. Thanks, our family and friends. <laughs> Edging and clipping. It's a new booth at T1, the hottest club in downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Go upstairs to That's Edging. That's the VIP area. Edging and clipping. Edging and clipping. <laughs> Edging and clipping sounds like some kind of like kink club, but also a barber shop. No, edging and clipping is like, is like the sexiest gardening. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, like hedging clipping. Well, no, edging. You like edge the yard so the grass doesn't hang over into the sidewalk. Is hedging a verb if you're you, doing something you're to a hedge? You, you, know, you edge the grass so its orgasm is more enjoyable. I have no idea what you just said. You don't know what edging is? It's when you're about to bust, you know, and then you you, cook, you pull back. When am I about you to pull bust? Pull back. When are you about to bust? No, what? <laughs> <laughs> up to you. With oh. edging. <laughs> the newest. Choose master. your own adventure. <laughs> oh, my God. I want... Okay, so I'm going to... Wait, wait, wait. Next no. week, no. you You guys, okay, check this shit out. Million dollar fucking idea. I'm going to write edging. a smut novel. And it's going to be a choose-your-own-adventure where every single page you get two choices. You can either flip to the page where you nut at that point, or you can keep reading like you're a sex god. <laughs> it's like the Goosebump thing. Yeah. Oral Stein, you know he actually wrote the children's like- books. I know it's a weird transition. But Goosebumps were children's books. No, 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 no. He wrote like completely not scary, like... About a weird high school kid. It was called like uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'll write it in the description. It's called Earl Stein, My Diary. <laughs> <laughs> it was called Booze Gumps. 
Palestine. I'm dipping my foot in beer. Dave, <laughs> 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 your memory. <laughs> R.L. Stein's Mein Kampf. <laughs> that, that's not real. You can't Amazon that one. <laughs> oh, God. I was a... That was the scariest of all the books. That's the new cover. <laughs> R.L. Stein's Mein Kampf. <laughs> Episode 6. Do you guys have any, like, super traumatic things that happened reg- uh, related to books? Like, did you ever, in the library, open up a book and just, like, were freaked out? Or you got a book and you read it one time and it really stuck with you? And was yes, horrifying? I do. I'll tell you. Um, scary stories to read in the dark haunts me to this fucking... Yeah, alright, no, that's totally fair. It's so scary. Yeah. When I think of that book, it gives me, like, a visual daytime nightmares. It's the <laughs> best time I can explain it. Like, I could be in broad daylight in a beautiful meadow with, like, gazelles prancing in the background, and I'll just remember that book, and all of a sudden those gazelles are just, like, dead. The sky's completely gray, and all the flowers are withering away, and that scary bitch in the wedding dress is slowly yep. floating behind yep, me. Yep, they had to, uh... That's it. They re-released those books with redone art because that shit was fucked. It that, was fun. It was scary art. That was good. So, so yeah, and I... What book was it? Who, scary stories. Scary stories to read in the dark. I always, like, I like my taste in girls, women, chicks, whatever you want to refer to them as. Dudes. Females. Dudes. No. It's always, like, the crazy chicks, you know, like... The ones that are obsessed with, like, death and sin. The, the ones and that are obsessed with following you around in a wedding dress, floating. <laughs> <laughs> My optimal girlfriend. Sharp, spiky teeth to make blowjobs more enjoyable. Anyway. So, yeah. Uh, so Anyway. So, you know, that was my type of chicken back in fifth my grade. My type of chicken. I wanted to say it, but I was... I resisted. You know, back in fifth grade, that's what it was. And, um... That chick that I was into was like, hey, you like this? And I was like, I have to, because I like you, I guess, so I'm going to be into it. Mm-hmm. And then just I would just, on the bus, we'd just sit there and you know flip through it. Just edging together. Edging. <laughs> Infinitely <laughs> edging. Nothing happened with that chick. That's the Other than the fact, story. like, the only thing that happened with that girl is that she left me haunting, haunting memories of that demon bitch that constantly floats in the back of my mind. Yeah. 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 I have one. <clears throat> All right, special guest since fifth grade. In in fifth grade, actually, same same time. Uh, I read at the exact same time as it happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, uh, same day. <laughs> I read I read the Bridge to Terabithia, and at the end of it, this little boy or little girl, it doesn't matter. I don't remember how the story goes, but the uh, one of the main characters, human child, falls off like a a bridge or a rope swing or something and drowns in a lake. While their friend is away on vacation, the whole thing is about how they become friends, and they're like the only two kids that are friends. Doesn't that happen in the beginning of the movie? It's not a movie. It's a book. There's a movie also. also. Well, I didn't watch that piece of shit. So anyway, the point is, I read that in fifth grade, was traumatized, and never read another book (laughs) until 11th grade. The temperature was cranked up all the way, and it was always sunset. It was always sunny. And bridge to terror with you. <laughs> the gang desperately really tries not to drown. <laughs> I sw- I wait. Is this? What you, about you? What is your horrifying? I just want to know real quick. Does the story bridge to Terabithia take place on Earth, like as we know it? Because I always thought that it was part of the Narnia series. 
No, it's a it's a book about two regular children who have no friends and they become friends with each other and then and one, one of them dies. dies and then the other one just grows up and kills himself. Probably that's how I imagined it ended. <laughs> you wrote the epilogue. Yeah, you I read did. the synopsis. And then you got old and died. No, but the point of what I was saying was I read that book in fifth grade. Was really disappointed in how it ended and didn't read another book. This is a true story until eleventh grade. That's uh, amazing. I never read another book until eleventh. So what you're grade. trying to tell me is you have a. Reading. I've got a very limited vocabulary to you, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Don't use my name. <laughs> Take two. Limited vocabulary, Zico. Tigrid. Oh, boy. Savage. Ooh, what are you going to do when they kill my family? When I'm going to watch and laugh. I'm going to fucking sing hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to vigorously <laughs> masturbate while I watch. You guys are savages. I'm going to fucking, yeah, I'm going to keep swinging the axe. <laughs> <laughs> sure, can it kill my family? Yeah. That's fair. Um, <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I'd rather... Poetic I, justice? Yeah. And then he'll be your slave forever. Good joke's on you, Severin. Call, call, call your mom right now. So I don't remember what... <laughs> I, no. Ask her where she is. You. <laughs> you. You call my mom. Yeah. You have her number? No. Uh, the The scariest <laughs> book I ever read, I don't even know if it's a real book or if this is just a dream I had. But I remember being in a library, and I found this little book, and I started reading it, and there was, like, this kind of creepy story about, like, this weird gremlin thing. And, like, well, no, there was, like, allusions to a gremlin thing, and then it was, like, following this kid, and there was, like, this part where the kid was, like, sitting there, like, having a picnic in the forest. And I was, like, looking at the drawing, and there was all this grass around him, and then, like, way in the corner, really small, was this, like kind of fucked up looking gremlin thing and that's why I feel like I just imagined this because I don't think that whoever made this book was such a demon to fucking hide that there like <laughs> a child will see this one day and be scarred but if you're out there and that was your goal you fucking did it I guess it was fucked Thomas. I, don't, I don't think I've ever read a book anything that is Oh, no, no. Actually scared me. You read that one book in Miss Conan's class that you told me to Shut never up. let her teach. Uh, Miss Conan. And Miss don't Conan. let her make my class read it the next year because you wanted to hang yourself. Yeah, but that wasn't, like, because it was scary. Oh, mine wasn't scary. Mine just ruined my life. Yeah, oh, you want to talk about a book that's terribly depressing. I read Where the Red Fern Grows. And at the end of that, the dog pants. dies saving the kid. And spoiler then it's other dogs. Yeah, spoiler Christ. alert. Sorry, guys. Um, and then the other dog fucking dies of a broken heart. It just starves itself to death after its friend dies. And that's how the book ends. And so it's written from the perspective of a dog? It's written from the perspective of the boy. The boy died, though, didn't it? No, he was saved by his dogs. It? Oh. Okay. Fuck books. Sweet. I mean... Yeah. The only, the only book that's Lopez ever... Tide just die a little inside when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> The only book that's ever really, like, made me actually, like, lose my shit was Needful Things. But mm -hmm. that, was, that was because the ending. Don't all Stephen King books end with the They're... main character saying, I have to go now, my planet needs me, and then flying <laughs> up into the sky? Basically. Or the hand of God coming up and going, ah, this never happened. <laughs> it was all a dream, <laughs> and then you awake. I used to read What Up magazine. What? I'm veering off into Suicide Zone. Suicide Song? Suicide Zone. This week on Suicide Zone. Suicide Zone's the worst Sonic level. <laughs> <laughs> or is it the best? Everyone that plays it commits suicide. You can only win. 
This is uh, like every creepypasta on the internet. We just wrote it. Which one? Uh, the one where Sonic is evil. And he gets and kids to kill themselves after playing that level? Yeah, probably. And then he probably also has a big dick and he fucks your original character. Don't steal. Don't steal? Don't steal my original character. That's my OC. You can't have him. Who would he talking about? Severin the Hedgehog. You can't have my OC. <laughs> you get raped by evil Sonic? I mean, in... In his deepest, darkest in, fantasy, in, you don't in, want me in to issue steal that? two, yeah. No, don't steal my character. I made this original character. It's a new hedgehog for the Sonic universe. You can't have him. He's my character. <laughs> Make your own fucking characters. <laughs> Severin the Hedgehog is my character. And he kisses Sonic. He kisses him on the mouth? <laughs> yeah! No, he kisses him on the penis tip. Well, yeah, it's also that, but after. So I Always kiss the mouth first. Savage. <laughs> play us out, Johnny! <laughs> no, don't play us out ever again. You don't have to. No. The time has passed. Does that make you sad? Be honest. No. <laughs> okay, it good. I mean, I, I like it, but... What do you guys think of our new uh, theme song? You can write in at... No, just say right now what you think about it. Thank you. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm getting mixed emotions here. Yeah. yeah. I heard someone else, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If you want to tell us, like, how to fucking do our shit better... Please. Then please do so at uh, HFTB underscore podcast like, on li- Twitter. Literally, if you listen to this, just say something to us about it. Anything. Anything. Just know. Just let us on know you're SoundCloud, listening. On SoundCloud, on the Tweeter, on... Email us. Uh, yeah, uh, email. What is it? HFTB podcast at gmail.com. And we also have a go... Uh, a go, go fuck, fuck me? me? Yeah, go fuck me. Is that what we... Is that what, Or is it like a Kickstarter? What do we go put it on? It's a GoFundMe. Alright, we just need 12 bucks. Yeah, we only need 7 more dollars for, <laughs> for podcast fuel. Yeah. Podcast fuel! Because we've resorted to for drinking... computing uh, powder. Metal shaving water. <laughs> I wish I could say the name. I know, I don't want to because... Belittle it. They don't deserve it. They, they're such garbage liquid. There is beer that is sold here in these United States of America that I swear I think has... Actual pieces of metal in it. Aluminum it, storage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is just, like, fucking runoff water they used when they cut the aluminum into cans. <laughs> then they collected it all and put it into the can at the end. They were like, I don't know. Beer? <laughs> this beer. <laughs> beer? Question mark? Yeah, it's absolute. That guy was right, though. Two of these and you're... Your Regretting life? Yeah. You're, like, your head gets all heavy and hot. He was... You know, maybe he did say two of those, you'll be fucked up. And I guess, like, maybe he meant, you drink two of these, you are fucked up in the head. Yeah. <laughs> you're a bad person. You're, you're there's, there's something wrong with you you're if you drink two of those. If you drink more Who than half you? of one of these. Who hurt you at a young age that you've you're resorted to drinking this uh, aluminum storage beer? I'm glad you used the English saying that. Aluminium. Aluminium. I'm glad you used the English when you said that. <laughs> I'm glad you used the English when you say everything on this show. Yeah, if you used the Armenian or the Russian, we'd be lost. Uh, most of our listeners. Is it Armenian or Armenian? You fucking tell us. I didn't hear I didn't a difference, hear a difference in the words. <laughs> either. Really? Say again? 
Armenian? Armenian? You're saying the same okay. word. Armenian or Armenian? No, are you saying Armenian or Armenian? Armenian, yeah. I, I got it. You yeah, I get it. I think it's because it's the way you say everything in Armenian. It's got a ny. Yeah. Like yeah. You, like last names. Last like names. Names. Yeah. I think everyone listening to this probably knows my last name, and they've already killed my family. And it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well just keep on yeah, living in this room. Anyone, anyone who's a bartender is your family. Yep. They're all dead now. Tico the bartender. Tico bartender young. Oh my god. 2 a.m. Can you believe it? <laughs> what? I mean, do people... I don't listen to podcasts myself. Uh-huh. That sounds weird. Because you're a basic person. Is that Because you're a basic bitch. Yep. I haven't evolved. I don't even listen to music you per se. Even have fucking All I listen to is Stockhausen. Karl Heinz Stockhausen and, like, German death metal. That's pretty much all I listen to now. Okay. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. But I was asking about the whole podcast thing. Uh-huh. If this worries you and you'd like to get Tigran help, yeah. <laughs> please contact the authorities. Carl Heinz Stockhausen is a disease. Mm-hmm. Were we going to ask about the podcast? What do they want to hear? Like, maybe we should talk about what they want to hear. Well, they're going to have to tell us what they want to hear. Right? Ask us good. Ask us a question. Otherwise, we just have to assume they want to hear what we've been doing, which I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know how we can keep doing it. It's so hard to talk about nothing. Like, it's so hard to constantly talk about nothing and yet have give it purpose and meaning and have it be... Yeah. At least remotely funny. Remotely funny to somebody. You just, you're doing it Mom. now. No, I mean... Talking about nothing's easy. You just fucking keep putting words together, and you just okay, let but it. Now that's just dead air. You're just killing time. Well, like, what can we talk? Everyone, everything on this planet has been talked about. Well, yeah, it's sure. over. It's... Originality has died. We've come full circle. This is it. There's no advancement in humor. You can only talk about current events, and that's just selling out. I don't want to discuss <laughs> what the fucking Kardashian motherfucking Chloe fucking dick shits and all them. I don't know, you know, and they're who know what's and they're big asses <laughs> and, and they're they're who know We'd rather talk about less famous people like Ty Lopez. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's what's funny. Recognition where it's deserved. Something that's not popular. We, we don't want to talk about news and political stuff, so that like puts 60% of what people listen to. Cuts that yeah. right out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We don't want to talk about media and music and selling out. That cuts out, like, another 20%. I mean, we, yeah, no, we're we just, could easily talk about music, but... We just talk about the things that are interesting to us. Just things like that Nasal we Reaper. find funny or fucking mildly amusing. Like, did, have you heard... You gotta elevate is what I'm trying to say. Have Maybe you heard of level. the Great Emu War? The Great Australian Emu War? I would love to hear this story. I would love to hear about this. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll keep it super short and no, quick. No, don't. There's... I want to hear every detail, please. <laughs> in, in Australia... <laughs> like fighting emus? Yeah. No, yes. in, in Australia, uh, it was Go like between detail. World War One and Two. Uh-huh. Uh, they found this really big group of emu out in the fucking middle of the country. And, uh, this is a bit I like where it's going. No, this is this is history. <laughs> this is historically accurate. You can Wikipedia page this shit. And there were 60,000 emus in this herd. And they were like, this just won't do. Send in the guard. And they sent in the armed forces. And 
um, they they started fighting the emu, and they were like, "This is really hard, actually." <laughs> there's and they a lost. lot. There's a lot of these emu, and well, I mean, apparently it took like ten bullets to kill an emu. How many roughly. emus were there? Sixty thousand. Sixty thousand. That's six million bullets. That's yeah. six million bullets. That's it's like probably like forty cents a bullet. They didn't have. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but it's probably We're free for bullets because cats. they're a country and they don't have to pay for their own bullets that they make. Yeah, you have to pay somebody for the metal. Like, no, you just bullets. do it. It's your metal made it's out like of your fucking game. red clay. What are they firing at these goddamn emus? <laughs> Bad bullets because they projectiles? It took ten of them to kill an emu. And I know, like, yeah, I guess emus are scary. They're like the closest thing to a living velociraptor <laughs> that we've got left. Like, them and ostriches. But they fucking... Yeah, they ended up declaring an official war on these emus, and then they lost. <laughs> and then they fucking gave up the fighting. French, the now their government's run by emus. <laughs> yeah. The French duh. also gave up during that war. <laughs> they were not a part of it. The French also lost to emus. They surrendered to the emu just in case. <laughs> Italians too. Italians too. <laughs> what, are Italians, like, historically surrenderers? I don't think so. Weren't they Nazis at some point? They surrendered once. I mean, yeah, but like a lot of there Europe was almost Nazis. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. They were not like America was never were like we're Nazis there, for a little. There bit. were Nazis in America. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah, but like the majority wasn't like Mussolini stack. We're oh. Nazis now. So you even knew his name? I'm not retarded. Do you have a lighter? You're not retarded. Mussolini wasn't a Nazi. For the, yeah, the candles in the room. Because we're an anti-drug podcast. Mussolini was we're in charge of the black anti-drug shirts. podcast. Have you have you met my I... anti-drug? <laughs> my my uncle. He's currently <laughs> tripping balls on acid. My, my unky and my anti-drug. My anti-drug and my uncle booze. Yep. That's that's probably painfully accurate for half of America. <laughs> oh god, yeah. What's up, everybody? It's me, Uncle Booze. <laughs> I'm here to make off-color jokes and eat all of the desserts. And on-color jokes. Oh, shit. If you catch my drift. <laughs> this episode's sponsored by Drift Catching. <laughs> drift wooding. Edging. Drifting. Wooding. Wooding. <laughs> Wooding sounds like that would be the worst thing ever. What is that, that other could possibly word mean? Hedging. Hedging. Yeah, when you interact wooding. with a hedge. Like, when you're trimming a hedge, is that called hedging? I'm pretty sure it, it is. It is, I believe. Yeah. So, hedging is, like, a pretty good uh, word that sounds similar to edging. See where I'm going with this? This is, like, this is like three quarters of the necessary ingredients to construct a joke, and then you guys just have to figure out the rest of it. So it's up to us? Yeah, yeah so just, what I've got so far is hedging and edging. Trim, you don't want to all the way trim the hedge? You just want to get close a couple times? Yeah, I was... And then eventually just do it? I was tidying up the yard and, uh, this sucks. This joke sucks. <laughs> do it. Do it live. Okay. And remember, the whole thing started with the bing bang. You fucking idiot. <laughs> you fucking... No. Uh, remember Twitter, HFTB underscore podcast. Uh, remember emails. Never forget emails, hftbpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, uh, iTunes, comment, rate, subscribe. Please, please, please. And maybe YouTube. I don't know. And last, and definitely least, 
the whole thing started with a big <laughs>